Messi. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Just when you think he's done everything, he comes up with something even more special. Nani. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 10 of Soccer Card Collective with Daniel Vincent and Luke. Episode 10, lads, we've made it double digits. Episode yeah. 10, on fire. Huge. Only huge. getting started. Who thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought, thought we haven't got cancelled by now? I mean, it's an achievement. <laughs> 10 whole episodes. <laughs> to, looking back on it, the, we, we had... A lot of opportunity for for a bit of backlash. Let's be honest from uh, <laughs> from from a few people. We um, we don't like to take the party line. Let, let's uh, let's say that. And I've I've got a I've got a little inkling that um, Vincent's a little bit fired up today. Is it is that is that the thought? Is that is that what's happening right now? I'm containing it at the moment. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's. I feel it coming. Uh, coming. Yep. <laughs> well, you, you know what I'm like. I uh, I usually like to just let let things rip and stir the pot, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit of that today. So it's um, let's get into it. It's gonna be a great show. We've got a lot to cover in the world of football. First and foremost, let's go over the um, you know the, the the two main games from this international break, and international breaks are generally snooze fest so um yeah we're not going to be going through them too much but um there were a few big ones if you are into the nation's league cosmic how are you good to have you here um so first and foremost let's bring it up if i can there we go so we'll we'll talk about this game over here, which is a very important game to to Vincent and I. Um, but we'll start out with the Nations League victors two one France over Spain um, with a late goal by Kylian Mbappe, which was a, a very controversial goal. At that, um, did you guys get to catch that game at all? Nah, I just, I just saw the highlights for this one, but I just want to say Benzema's goal was great. Great finish by him. Um, and Bappe's a little bit of controversy, um, but at the end of the day, it's probably the result you would have expected um, in this game, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, again, it's like VAR. It's, was it offside? Wasn't it? Like the, the most pictures I've seen was clearly offside. So I... I but you would imagine the longer the game goes on, the more it's France's game, I guess. So it's the same thing that happened against Belgium. Like first half, France was nowhere. 
second half, just a different team that comes out of the dressing room. It's like, I don't know what um, what kind of speeches they get, but um, it clearly clearly works. <laughs> um, yeah. It was interesting, this rule that's that's only come out in the last 18 months, which is a ball can be played to a striker that's in an offside position. However, if a player from the other team touches the ball, it becomes a whole new play and then means that that player is onside. So I think Garcia went to make a, a play to the ball, might have brushed against his foot or something, but the ball obviously still got to Mbappe, who... No. like you said, was clearly in an offside position, but because mm. of that interaction with the play, um, it, it created a new play, which meant that, you know, the ball came off a Spain player, didn't actually come through from uh, Theo Hernandez. So then that means that he's not offside. A very strange rule in, in, in my... Yeah, in saying that, it's process. still interesting that Hernandez still gets the assist for that. Yeah. Because I saw when I was checking the... Like, yeah, he did, true. he did get the assist. The score, he still gets the assist, but um, if it's a new player, like you're saying, is that... I guess it doesn't really matter. It's just a stat at the end of the day, but it's, it's an interesting... Interesting true. thought. Very strange. And look, yeah. Theo Hernandez, while we're on that topic, has been unbelievable uh, mm. whilst he's been playing for France. And, and a player that I know very well watching Serie A, um, in my opinion one of the top three left backs in the world, in, in, in all honesty, um, felt like he was a little bit unfairly done by in this Euros. He could have, uh, yeah, he could have been a, a real catalyst for that team. Did he, did he go with the squad? I can't remember, but he didn't really yeah. play him. I, I don't think he actually did. I don't think he got called up. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that up. Yeah. But, uh, um, but he's brilliant. Just Another, yeah, another one on this one as well. Varane actually got injured in this game, had to come off. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting what uh, sort of complications it has um, on United going forward. So he's been he's been solid for them at the back so far this season. Yeah, it's one of those things you you pick an aging player and you know yeah, stuff like this happens, I guess. Now they've won the Nations League. Do we really care? <laughs> Do, do we give a shit? Like, do the players give a shit? They looked pretty, pretty up for it when they were holding the cup. Yeah, I think it only matters if you play the final. Like Thibaut Courtois openly said, like we don't actually care. Like we, we would rather not play this game because it's third or the fourth place. Like no one remembers yeah. it, no one cares, no one wants to play it. Um, so if it's one or two, I guess. But if it's like this Italy Belgium game, well, did he just say that because he came fourth? No, he said it is before just, before the game. Oh, it was before, was it? Okay. I thought yeah, yeah, I said it before after. the game. Yeah, because, just salty, mate. I don't think. <laughs> no, no, because there was a lot of um, pushback against this Belgium team for not um, uh, closing the game out against France, and then some players were openly talking about it. Like we have the feeling that uh, the Belgium uh, population is not really supportive anymore. Um, well, like wow. we still we still play our best, and then like. 30 minutes after when that got released and Courtois came out and said like we don't care about this Nations League game uh, so it's like yeah I guess um, yeah. but no they was all set before the game yeah fair enough speaking of Belgium uh, Italy got the win 2-1 over Belgium in that game um, look 
Belgium, it could have gone either way. Probably, probably deserved to be a draw in all honesty from from what I saw. Um, Belgium hit the crossbar twice. <laughs> Positives being very, very cheeky in the chat, <laughs> saying that New Zealand could beat Belgium. That's 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 an entire. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. That's that's that's, that's shameful. Um, but look, I think you're still drunk. I don't know. <laughs> So he hit the crossbar twice and and the post, the post one. So it yeah. was it was it was very very unlucky uh, for Belgium. But like you said, a game that didn't really have a lot of meaning. Let's be easily honest. given penalty as well. That's what I thought. Did you think the penalty was there? No. I, I mean, was... you could give him as as we clearly saw, but you can also yeah. easily not give him. Yeah. Um I think, and especially because it was. What was it? Sixtieth minute. Um, it was around that. Yeah. If you, uh, if you, if yeah, sixty fifth. Yeah. If you, if Italy goes up sixty fifth minute, it's you know they're gonna just clam down and it's gonna be super hard to get through, and that's exactly what mm. they did. So I think for the game, it kind of ruined the game a bit. Um, but uh, yeah, it's what it is, and he gave it. So. It's a shame because Kutuaga got a hand to that as well. Penalty. Yeah, that as well. Yeah, it was not a very good given penalty, and he, as you said, like his hand wasn't strong enough to to uh, yeah to really catch it. But uh, yeah, need some luck as well. Like if you if you hit the woodwork three times, I guess you're out of luck in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely Belgium definitely had a lot of chances from from what I saw. Um, yeah, and especially with the team we had. I mean, look at Van Aken, Bajwai, Salamakers. Yeah, uh, wasn't good. Um, Gerasco tried. Uh, Witzel was just Witzel, so it's not. It's not even our best team. Then giving the Brana came on, Getlade came on. Uh, Hazard wasn't there. Um, Lukaku wasn't there. So with this team, I think we we did an okay job, considering that easily given penalty, hitting the woodwork three times. So yeah. I think it's. Uh, but still, I mean, it's it's all fancy as you say it like that. But Italy was played it the smartest. Italy played it. Best. They had really, they had really um, periods where they were just, yeah, making a fun of Belgium, like getting the ball from left to right, like triangles everywhere, diamond shapes everywhere. Like they were really bossing. I think um, who was it? Uh, Pellegrini gave three nutmegs or something. It was like, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. he's he's been unbelievable this season, Pellegrini. I've been very very impressed. Um, Barella as well has been an assist king, and uh, he, his goal was just just unbelievable on the volley first time. The, a lot of force hitting the back of the net. Yeah. Um, it was it was really interesting. What, what I was looking at was these two in the back line: Cherbi uh, and Bastoni. Cherbi um, has been around for a little while. Bastoni's a, a new kid on the block. Um, without those two, uh, you know. Bonucci and Chiellini. It was good to see these guys in getting a run, um, and also your boy Raspadori uh, up top did an okay job. Not too bad. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, bad. one or two chances. Um, but I mean, playing against Belgium Nations League for a third spot, which is top three. Um, I think he did a good job. Yeah. And um, you did mention before I actually get. The next game, uh, <laughs> just in a second. But you did mention about 
the 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 Belgium team, the Belgium fans not necessarily supporting the team. What's yeah. what's that all about? Well, we, the only thing we hear when we turn on the television is this golem generation. You know, it's like it, it people don't understand where we come from. We are so used to like hearing another win, another victory for Belgium, another seven nil win, another three nil win. Uh, Lukaku scored three goals again. Um, that we forget where we come from. I mean, we are we are first in the rankings only since 2015. Like before that, we we were 71st or something for a while. It no. was like we were way down. Like where we used to be, it was like nowhere near. And now we have like a good team. And Kevin De Bruyne said after the it, the Italy game, he openly said like, if you play against a team like Italy or France, um you know you're going to play against 22 very talented players and we are just Belgium. We don't have 22 very talented players. We have some very talented players and we have okay players. But if you play against a team like Italy, uh, France, you mentioned those two, uh, you, you just know that every player on that pitch is very good. Uh, and that's what Belgium doesn't have. Like if you take Kevin De Bruyne out, Lukaku out and Courtois out, that, that's already our, our main strength gone. Um, but if you take if you take a Benzema out, like there is one that will replace him, maybe not as good as Benzema, but he will be better than the best one Belgium can put on the field. Um, so he, he openly said it. I was pretty surprised because it's not really something Kevin De Bruyne would say. Um, but uh, he, he was right. Like he's honest. He's always honest in interviews, and he was there on again. Um, if I mean, if Tillemans isn't on his best, well, he's go who's going to come and replace him? So, you know what? I, I actually think that this is going to play into this next topic very, very nicely, and and I think might um, talk to a little bit of the frustrations that, that you might be having at the moment in, in the soccer card world because um, you are coming from a, a country who has um, produced very, very good players throughout the years, excellent players that have, that have played in in the the top leagues in the world. Um, you're coming from Europe obviously, and that's obviously got, got soccer as or football as the number one sport. Yeah. And you've told away over the years, over the years, over the years, and only recently uh, coming into the forefront. Then we have over on this side, the USA, who, with all due respect, has been nowhere ever in terms of football, Right. And now they're starting to produce some young, good talents that are playing in the top leagues in the world. However, not world, world class. And, and we've kind of seen a lot of the commentary come out in the last few days about mm. how, um, you know, potentially they, they could be up there with the greats. They, they could <laughs> challenge for, for the World Cup, right? And, and we, we look at this result. So, so they won 2-0 against, um, against uh, Jamaica. And, and like Positive said, Pepe with, with the goals there. And, and that obviously uh, vindicated a lot of people who have been buying, buying um, his cards and spending a lot of money on his cards. Uh, and then this result against Panama, which, which I do respect. They did have a lot of players out, do understand. However, any team that USA puts on the park should be beating Panama. 
Yeah. There, there shouldn't even be a question about that. And I don't care who the coach is, what formation, anything like that. They still had Musa, who's supposed to be a great player. Weah is supposed to be great. Acosta is supposed to be really good. Um, McKenzie too. McKenzie's, McKenzie's good as well. Absolutely. So what, what's gone on there? What's the thought process? Go for it. I mean, again, I think people forget this is only the United States <laughs> national team. I mean, yeah. we, we, we're talking about, I think it was the youngest selection or something that is going to be at the, at the World Cup. Well, if they make it. Um, I think it was one of the youngest selections out there or Spain somewhere somewhere on top. It's like people forget. Obviously, people want to do want them to do well because a lot of these young American guys have a lot of hype behind them. But it's just the United States men's national team that we we're talking about. And um, well, that's that's not downgrade Panama. They're they're at the moment third. They have the same amount of points as the United States men's national team. Uh, they scored two less goals and uh, conceded one less. Yeah, here we go. So it's not like they're a crap team. Obviously, well, if you look at the other teams, well, Jamaica, Honduras, El Salvador, yeah, it's not like your <laughs> your greatest opponents, but it's not like Panama is apparently Panama is better than Canada at the moment. So, and I and I and everything I, I read about this coach needs to get fired, and it's obviously not working. It's like this coach has a seventy percent win ratio with the United States men's national team going back to twenty eighteen, like he it's. He only lost like seven games out of 40 with this team. And all of a sudden now he needs to get fired because they they lost against Panama. It's like, it's it's such an American thing to do. Like fire a coach with 70% win ratio. It's like, what what do you want? What, who, do you, who, who are you going to bring in? That like someone has 90% win ratio? It's like, what are you talking about? That's what I was, um, that's what I was just about to say there. Like, I think people need a sort of a uh, bit of accountability and realize sort of who they are. Who's going to want to come in and, and coach the USA men's national team if your your last manager is getting fired after a seventy percent win rate and saying yeah, oh, it doesn't it, work and stuff like that? It's like, come on. You, you know, I was actually going to actually just talk about the, the Australian men's um, soccer team. I'll see if we can actually bring it up because we've actually been on an eleven game unbeaten run. Um, is it 11? I thought it was seven. Is it eleven? Is it? No, I think I think it's actually eleven. <laughs> um, and. So do we start pumping and dumping Rogic now or what? Yeah, and I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I'll be honest with you. Comparing the teams that US have to go against, I would put Japan above them, right? Mm. Yeah. I would even I would even put Saudi Arabia a- across a lot of those teams. I would put China I over I don't over know a lot of those teams. Saudi Arabia to Oops. give a um, so <laughs> sorry, that's my Facebook. Oh, um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like, on our side, we don't – we've got no chance of winning the World Cup, mate. Like, we, we've got nothing. We, and we openly say that, right? I just I just feel like there's there's just a, a little bit little bit much. It's a little bit much at the moment. And um, I think there's yeah, just sure. a little bit of a disconnect with people um, understanding the game and wanting the country to do well for their cards, obviously. I think yeah. people think it's the same thing. Well, it's it's obviously not the same thing. Like, look at all the countries that participate in every World Cup and just look at... There's only going to be one. Is the United States really going to compete with Brazil, Belgium, Portugal, Spain, Italy, 
Germany. They with Australia, seriously. Like, they're like, well, let's be honest. They're lucky that every year there seems to be an increase of teams allowed. Like, but yeah. I said it in the chat yesterday. But twenty forty two, like every country gets an out a free entry. Like, if we continue it's this, to not make it. Yeah, it's harder to not make it than. Mm. Yeah, so, that's why it's sort of. I, I sort of talking about that as well. It sort of dilutes the World Cup a little bit. I feel. And the yeah, sure. I don't and, think especially it's, if yeah. people talking about having it every two years. Like, that definitely dilutes the importance of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you totally. Uh, I agree with you totally. I so, think people yeah, in America sorry. sort of need to maybe have a bit more understanding of where they actually sit in terms of the hierarchy in the food chain. Like if you think about it, yeah, you're you're the top four NBA and and basketball and you know NFL because no one else really plays it and stuff like that. But when it comes to you know international sports like soccer, like yeah, I think you got to maybe have a bit of a look elsewhere before you start rating yourself this highly. I think this also shows the lack of understanding, like how how little you actually understand about the game. I, mm. I feel like, and I don't want to, um, how do you say it? Not not every American is like this, but I think yeah. it's like it shows the lack of interest in the in the actual game itself. They would rather see their cards go up than their well. They all they always say like we don't care about soccer until they play. Then every then everyone is like, yeah, they played like crap and it was not good and get him out. It's like, have you actually watched more than one game? Like, was this the first game you watched? Because they they were playing pretty well. I mean, they were they beat Jamaica, Honduras. They drew against Canada, against El Salvador. They beat Mexico. Um, so it's like it's not because you watch one game and they lost without. A one shot on goal like how many times do we see that like Real Madrid putting no shots on goal even even a team like uh, what was it Barcelona sometimes mm. Bayern Munich P even PSG with Neymar Messi <laughs> Di Maria and uh, Mbappé zero shots on goal like I think it's also the hype machine of the of the Instagram pages about the United States men's national team like as soon as a guy steps on a pitch and it's his first game it's on there like oh he he makes his debut the same with the guy that just scored his second MLS career goal. It's like calm down. He just scored his t second career goal in the MLS. Calm down. And we we've seen that over the last what was it six months. First he had Hoppy, then he had Buea. Now it's Pepe. He had De La Fuente back then. Reina was was the the new guy. Then it was Pulisic. Like. I just mentioned six players in the last six months that were the next savior of the United States national team. And without them, we're not going to make it. And we need to get them in there. We need to invest now because they're going to the moon. The only guy that played yesterday out of this list was um, Weah. And he didn't score. So it's like, calm down. Pulisic was watching the Jets. He wasn't even <laughs> at the stadium. He was he was watching the Jets. He was chilling. Jets, 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 yeah, jets. he wasn't he wasn't really caring that much. Like he wins to an NFL game. Uh, I don't, I'm not even sure what happened today. And I think he's injured or something. I don't know. So it's like uh, the hype machine keeps going. As soon as one guy scores, he's the next guy to buy. And at the end of the day, they might not even make the World Cup. So well, they probably will. But just calm down. It's okay. You're, you're not gonna miss any of these players' peaks because they just scored one goal. It's okay. Mm. They will come down. You know, I, I was listening to the um, Lucas Tigers Bronze podcast the other day, and there was and there was a big conversation about 
um, how much do collectors actually watch games? So if you were to put a percentage of soccer card collectors that actually watch the game, do you think it would be more than 10%? Um, what, do you mean by watch, what do you mean by watch the game, though? Sorry, I'm talking my mouth full. But... It's all right, man. It's all good. It's going to come out really good on the uh, on the pod. <laughs> so, yeah. Talking, talking. I mean, like, not the highlights. It may just say like extended highlights or watch watch the game. Watch the whole game. At least one game a week. Oh, yeah. I would say 10 or less even. One game a week, a full game? Yeah. I, I would say 10 or less. Yeah, I'd say definitely 10 or less. So think about this. Think about this, right? How easy, and I'm telling you, this is not me. This this is Andrew Goldberg was saying this, and I think it's 100% correct. The way that you can really advance in soccer cards, if you were to actually put the time and effort into understanding the game, you're better than 90%. You're in front of 90% of the other collectors just by watching games. Mm-hmm. Right, because I'm telling you, these peppy collectors um, are not watching international football. Uh, tell you what, they're not. Majority of the Haaland and Mbappe have never watched the game ever. Right? I really, really think that if you do put the time and effort into understanding the game and understanding football as a whole, you are so far in front of every other collector out there. It's not even funny. Like ninety percent of collectors are, are not watching the games. I'm telling you right now. So if you if you really really think about it, really watch the games, re- really watch um, what is appealing, the runs that players make, you can do well. And and then you obviously mentioned that in the past you you, you invest in so rare. Then that's a whole different kettle of fish. The question really becomes: Do you need to watch these games to be like to? buy and sell in the apparently not because a lot of people buy random players and all of a sudden they go up like by chance of randomness or whatever and they sell for profit if the energy point is okay if you if you bought pippy like last year or even four months ago you would probably make a killing right now so do you really need to watch these games no just just watch some mls games or just uh, <laughs> just, Sorry, watch, just watch some MLS games or, or or just follow these young American players as soon as they get like a sticker or a card or tops now MLS release whatever just buy them and wait until they score a goal like it's it's probably gonna it's gonna be an investment but looking at how how high these cards go I think one of these um Normal parallels went for like four fifty or seven fifty of Pepe. Is like, who is what? Who is it? Yeah, I think I saw it on, on Instagram. I think like who who is this guy? And he sells for seven fifty or something. It's like it's insane. Um, so do so you mean in terms of opportunity cost? There's so many so many better things you could do with four hundred fifty dollars than buy that. Wow, so many. Yeah, I guess. But there's someone <laughs> out there that things. thinks Pepe is going. Uh, I don't know. He's going places. I don't know. But, maybe, I mean, maybe. But... In, in saying that, though, if if you're a supporter who say doesn't watch the the games and you know doesn't really follow the MLS, you know how many posts after he scored on um and this is say like going back to what you said, the influence of those 
men's national team pages and just on Facebook and people commenting and stuff like that. Like the power of those, I saw in my newsfeed, like I'm not American, I don't follow any American men's football pages. I, I reckon I saw three or four posts about, oh, Pepe's linked with all these clubs. And it was literally like half the clubs in Europe was on the same photo of him. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this? And, yeah. you know, me knowing that, you know, it's sort of knowing a bit about it. And I was like, this this can't be, can't be legit. Um, I think so he I was linked. Was, I, thought, I thought he was linked with Bayern Munich to replace Bayern Lewandowski. Munich, yeah. oh, it was Bayern Munich. Was <laughs> Bayern Munich. on there. AC Milan was on there as well. I was like, "What the hell is this? What the hell is this? Yeah. Who's made this post?" But, but the yeah, thing is, he he could he, he like the, oh, he could legitimately go to those be purchased by those teams, but he's not going to be starting eleven. Like he he would mm. he would probably be loaned out or something like that, and and maybe with experience he could become one of the best, but goes back to what I said a couple of weeks ago. Do you know how hard it is to become one of the best and be starting in a, in a top-tier team? It, it's not easy, right? And scoring goals in the MLS is is a completely different kettle of fish to, to playing in the top teams. Even playing in second division of, of that is, you know, CDB, yeah. for example, the championship is better than MLS without a shadow of the doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt, so yeah, you scoring a goal in, in that league is, is is doesn't impress me in all honesty. Um, but in saying that, like Vincent said, do you need to do you need to watch the games? Like, do do you just need to understand that Americans will support their people to the death, and they will really really want those players to do really well, which is which is a credit to them that they they're very patriotic without like. To a fault, they are patriotic. I think that that's what it what it comes down to. But if you understand what drives players and what drives hype, you can still make a lot of money in this game. I, th- I think in the short term, yes, I definitely agree with that. Sure. But I think in in the long term, you're going to get caught out. You're going to get caught out when Pep when Pepe, you know, goes to Bayern Munich and gets lo- uh, loaned out for three seasons and then gets sold to I don't know some League Two team in. No, he gets loaned out someone in the champ. Uh, you get sold someone in the championship for f- fucking five million pounds. Like you're gonna get caught out in the long term, I think. So, like, I definitely agree in the short term, yes, but long term, I, I reckon you're getting caught out. Every time I hear that name, and I can't believe we're talking about a guy like Pepe. It's insane. <laughs> uh, but I think I actually, also- to be honest, I hope he comes out and becomes like the best striker in Europe. I actually hope he does, just to shut sure? all, all of us up. <laughs> well, sure, I'm still waiting for that moment when every time I said he's gonna, he's not gonna do anything. And people say, just watch, just, just wait. wait. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that day for someone to. Oh, that's wrong. right. Vincent's never wrong ever. But but then but then again, I think I think we're also here with two different kinds of people. Like I, I um, uh, under one of these, well, one of the comments from these pages we talked about, there was one guy that said, or I'm not going to quote him because I don't know it by heart, but it was something like, um, the market isn't logical. So why would you try to invest logically? Like, yeah, we all know, and that's what Dan just said. We like, we all know that as soon as one young American does something, the prices go insane. So why are we overthinking? Like, I think mostly Europeans because we love the game and we actually watch these games. Maybe we overcomplicate and overthink it. Like, maybe it's the same with Joe Felix. Like, I didn't invest in him because he went from a very attacking team to <laughs> one of the most defensive teams ever, and he's like a guy that needs space and going forward. That's why I didn't invest in him. And and yeah, he had some some matches where he played well, and all of a sudden his price goes up by $50. So maybe that's stupid me, but I'm not going to be in this game of like trying to catch that one game he plays well and try to sell it before 
the, the, the market closes again. Um, so maybe that's just stupid us for not taking those opportunities. Um, that's a great point. Because if but you think the, about it, the market isn't isn't acting rationally or logically. Like it's just whoever scores a goal gets some attention and then it dies down. And unless you're Benzema or Lewandowski, you never get attention. Hmm. That's interesting you put it like that because if you think about it, the way that Americans understand the game, like uh, I don't want to be rude or you know, because I'm sure there are some Americans that understand it on a level that you know Europeans would. Um, they understand the game in a simpler sort of form. Uh, that's probably because they don't watch it. So why are we sort of overthinking our investments and being like, oh, this guy could, you know, he does this technically and um, even investing in, like, if you think about it, the market right now, it, um, it, it values goals and assists and it values stats on the score sheet. Um, it doesn't value clean sheets. It doesn't value stuff like that. So are we sort of overthinking it and, and in, in that sort of sense? I do, I do agree with you. I think yeah. that's a great point. But even saying that, um, Mo Salah doesn't get the love that he should be potentially getting, right? And and I think a, a lot should be said about the transfer market and how that plays into things because mm. I think that if you purchased a Sancho, for instance, a year ago, you'd be better off than if you purchased a Mo Salah a year ago, even though Mo, Mo Salah scoring goals week in, week out for Liverpool because you're going from a base which is Dortmund going over to Manchester United and you're making money off that hype, as well as the fact that he's an attacky, flary player. You get that, right? Yeah. But also you will get that upside. That's why it might be better to to invest in, in a Haaland or a, um, or a Jude Bellingham as opposed to a Lewandowski, right? It's, it's, those are strikers that we're all talking about here, besides Bellingham, um, but maybe there's like an upside that makes the, them relevant and you buy and sell based on that as opposed to a player who's already in the top team yeah, and, and, and isn't a rookie, right? Just It's about understanding, like Vincent said, the, the irrationality of the market. I think the easiest way to explain this is people are buying Charles Leclerc a lot because he scores goals and gives assists for Club Brugge. Like we, that's the American part, I would say. The European part is why does he score these assists or why does he uh, uh, why does he get these assists to score these goals? Like we were, we want to understand why he like how how is it like what does he do on the pitch to make it work? Americans don't care. Like they all all they care about is is going to be in the next highlights. That's it. That's all they care about. And I also understand because they have NFL, NBA, college football, college basketball. They have uh, M MLB. They have so many sports to watch and soccer if, for them is just. Now. F1, UFC, <laughs> golf. Uh, second I mean, <laughs> They have 25 yeah, sports they would rather watch over soccer. So I understand. But then it's like, it, it, it hurts. Like it, I feel the pain being a real soccer fan than how the market mm -hmm. is reacting then. It's like, it doesn't make sense. And it's like, it's, it's, our, <laughs> it's our sport, you know? Like you came into our sports and that's mm -hmm. just... That, that's frustrating a bit trying to oh, watching the game for so long and trying to understand why players do certain things. Um, yeah. The market lost prospects. That's, that's also true. true. Like how many young guys, I mean, look at fatty, look at, uh, I mean, how many young guys were going to be the next thing since the start of the, uh, the boom. It's like, it's insane. I would, we should probably come up with a list. How many of these players were talked about and where they are right now. Mm, um, interesting. Yeah, we're, we're, we're thinking about 
this as though we were managers, right? <laughs> yeah, man. and we're, we're not we're not thinking about these like card card people because like yeah. uh, Americans drive the card market, and they're all about they they they're all about um, prospects, like Positive said, and the next best thing and highlight reel, right? That's why. You know the the game when I went to games in America, it's all entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. Like when whenever there's a stop in play, there's cheerleaders that come on the field. Like there's did you there's go to an something, MLS game? Did you? Uh, not MLS. I've been to uh, NFL, NBA, oh, right, hockey. Okay. Yeah. I've been to all yeah. that. Right. Like there's there's yeah. it's just like the, the psychology behind it. Um, yeah. But it, it's just it's just an interesting thing. It really is, and it's about. It's about hype as well. Like that. That's why uh, a Luka Doncic is a brilliant, brilliant player, but hasn't necessarily won, you know, what he needs Amazing. to win to kind of make that relevant. And that's why Haaland's the same. Like he's a brilliant player, but he may not win anything. You know what I mean? Like he'll have to move in order to make that happen. And same thing for Doncic, right? Like it's 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 really really Americanized and. I feel like if we're going to be investing in cards, we need to acknowledge that as well, as hard as it is for people like us to do that, as much as it well hurts. Just, I might as well just stop buying fullbacks now because I, I love buying fullbacks, but I don't think they're ever going to get any attention or anything, but it's okay. It'll be more oh, look affordable at Ma- Look at Maldini prices. They went up like he's still a rookie. I think it's like PSA 750 now. Like I, I would have sworn that I think I think cheap. I think that would have been a ten cent ca- uh, sticker or card like one yeah. or two years ago. So it's getting there, but it's it's taking a lot of time. Yeah, that's probably another talk chat for another day about nostalgia and Europe and and people and Italians in general. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll leave that for another day. One of the all right, so any other last thoughts on that before we move on? No, I'm good. No, it's okay. It's it all off your chest. Yeah, it's okay. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it like that. <laughs> if, if you want to fire up again, you know I'm always I'm always up for it. Um, <laughs> now the next big thing this week was Newcastle United being taken over um, by a consortium of uh, I don't know investors from from uh, the Middle East. Let's say. And um, and they've brought a lot of money to the table. Uh, Luki, you've been following this a little bit. Why don't you give us your thoughts? Yeah, I have been following it a little bit. Um, a, like you said, a consortium. I believe they're all from Saudi Arabia. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, don't quote yeah. me. But no, you're right. Um, yeah, I've come out, brought Newcastle. This was a deal that they tried to push through, what, six months ago or so? I believe they, they first tried. They got knocked back by the Premier League originally. Um, not sure how this came back up, to be honest. I sort of just saw it at the end when they sort of were finalizing it and put the deal through. Um, there's been, a, to be honest, there's been a little bit of backlash from the other 19 Premier League clubs. Um, some fans, I know, I know a lot of fans aren't happy with it. Newcastle fans, I, I don't think they really care because their old manager, I've, I've forgotten his name off the top of my head. Um, but he was uh, a guy who <clears throat> uh, definitely was not for the club. Um, a true businessman who was just making money off the club, really. Didn't want to reinvest, didn't want to sign players. Um, so I know a lot of Newcastle fans are in celebration um, and they feel like they deserve it. And, you know, I, I'm probably not the right person to say whether they deserve it or not. Um, but, yeah, uh, a lot of the backlash from what I've seen 
um, is due to, like, in fact, who uh, had a bit of a chat about it in, in the double coverage Discord as well, um, about who is taking them over and sort of their history with human rights and stuff like that. But that is above, that's a topic definitely above my pay grade, so I don't want to make too many comments on it. Um, but it, I just thought it was a bit rich, you know, um, the other six, we'll, we'll say the other six Premier League clubs that tried to break away from the Premier League and make their own league to make more money is complaining about another team coming in with money. Um, I thought that was a bit rich from them. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, how many players on that Newcastle roster are going to are going to stay there? Um, I saw, I've seen a few funny memes. It's like literally everyone's gone apart from, say, Maximin. Which I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, and you know, maybe yeah. he'll get a run in the League Cup if he, if he's lucky. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely if you're a Newcastle fan, like I think you're gonna be you're gonna be moving up the table quite quickly from you know being in a relegation battle right now. Um, you're definitely gonna be moving up there. How quickly they spend this money, and if they even do intend to spend all this money, who knows? Um, I think Vincent, you were saying as well, they want to buy another club in the Championship or the Premier League. Yeah. So this. Um... It's it's basically the PIF. It's the Saudi Arabia's public investment fund who uh, who purchased the club for three hundred million pounds. So, uh, considering they're worth over five hundred billion, it's <laughs> I guess it's uh, just like some play money, some pocket change. And uh, the one you were talking about, allegedly, that's that's how I'm going to say it. Uh, it's the uh, Crown Prince, uh, the son of Saudi Arabia's king who um, is behind a assassination of a journalist who was critical of the Saudi government. While it's not never been proven, but that's those are the guys. That's why there was a lot of pushback, as you said, with yeah. human rights and, and, and all of that. Um, but they basically were early investors in, in uh, companies like Disney and Uber and Facebook uh, and okay. Pfizer. They're oil, oil people, basically, as well. Um, yeah. So someone is coming in with a lot, a lot of cash to spend, and I think he's going to do a um, FIFA Ultimate Team. Uh, I think he. I mean, let's be honest. Fire. If you're worth five hundred billion dollars or whatever it is, you know, is, they're gonna try to make their own little team. They've. I, I think they've been talking about this for a very long time. We've seen some memes the last time they were talking about it, and then it was like, as you said, it was like, it all disappeared, and now they're back and they actually did it. Because so, it went quiet for six months or so. And then yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. it sort of came back up again and it's a done deal. And I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not too sure why. Originally, it was knocked back. Um, and then, you know, but that's sort of... Actually, no, I'm not going to get into it. It's all right. I was going to say how <laughs> people sort of make their money. It's, it's I guess, the, the, you know, any owner yeah. could be shady. Um, while you're knocking back some people and not others, is it's probably a different question. And more of maybe the Premier League to answer than... I'm actually trying to, to find the uh, other team they want to invest in. Let me... Uh, I'm yeah, all, all good. So what do we think, guys? Do, do we think that this is a positive for world football and the Premier League? Or do we think that this is a, a bad thing to happen? really depends on what they're planning to do. If they're planning to bring in some very high-profile players, then obviously it's good for the Premier League. Uh, yeah. If that means that Newcastle... There has a lot of history as well. Yeah. Uh, if that mm. means that Newcastle goes back to some kind of place where he used to be quite, um, when it comes down to status, then sure, it's a good thing. If they're just going to buy every single major name in every single uh, competition, then I, I would say no, because then it's only one leak, and I think you need like five different ones or 
depends what you call big t big leagues it makes it more interesting otherwise you're gonna have every single premier league team play against each other every single week and then they come they go to the champion uh, the prem uh, champions league or europa league and they all play they all win again and then you're all gonna have english uh sided uh, finals again and it goes nowhere so i don't i don't i hope they don't do a fantasy uh, ultimate team kind of whatever i think that's where fair play will sort of yeah should keep them in line um in terms of I mean, who they bring in and how much they bring in <laughs> can they get around they have, they have more money than the, they have more money than the system so I, yeah. I, it's like yeah in terms of Premier League, though, if they bring you know some some more big names in terms of the footballing, I, I think you know it's going to improve a team. It's going to make it more competitive. They're going to bring in better players to, um, you know, propel them up higher on the table and possibly another title contender. With you know the like we didn't need any more title contenders in the Premier League. We might just have another one now, probably starting from next season. Um, one of those things. It's 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 an interesting because if you were Manchester City supporter, you you were really happy when you got taken over Chelsea as well, um, and you could even say that in terms of support, um, Newcastle supporters could be more numerous than than both those teams potentially. Yeah, that's that's the type of history that they've got. So yeah, um, that that's why what you're saying is that they deserve it or whatever, and it's just. You know, the other team shouldn't really complain that much because they weren't complaining when they got take over, over in all honesty, yeah. especially if you're a Man City supporter. That's oh, a, yeah, if you're a Man City supporter. That's, that's a very, very interesting <laughs> argument that you're making. Um, yeah. In terms of whether it's a, it's a good thing or a bad thing, it, like you said, it's about what they do with the money. But I think that um, it's, it's going to raise the transfer cost because now you've got another player in there. Now you've got an another competition for signature of uh, Haaland and you've got Raiola licking his lips to have somebody else to play against <laughs> each other and, and raise the prices, right? And you've also got the wage bills increasing as well because you've got another player being able to do that regardless of what we say about financial fair play. They've always got a way to, to get around it and um, yeah. that's going to just drive the prices up and it's going to be about affordability, which teams are going to be able to afford to, to compete. And uh, we have seen that Serra teams, La Liga teams, the majority of, of League Un and um, Bundesliga teams do not have the capability to compete from a, a wage and transfer bill. And, and this is going to increase it more, right? And if they buy more teams, it's just going to continue to do that. I don't, I don't see any way that that's not going to happen. Um, it's going to be great for Premier League because you, you're going to you're going to see um, players being brought in and, and raise the level, but also I think it's going to be to a detriment of the Champions League because I think it'll be I think it will be mostly Premier League teams. I think that'll be to detriment of, of all other uh, leagues as well. I think you could even be calling the EPL the Super League, right? <laughs> that's that's what could potentially happen. I you know. You look at Barcelona's state at the moment. Uh, they they're so far behind in the game. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know how they're going to get out of it or how long it'll take. Maybe Real Madrid. Maybe. Um, I don't know if they get Mbappe, which looks like they they are going to get if they get him on a free transfer. Maybe their prestige is going to is going to be able to to get them over the line. But 
um, at the end of the day. And, and look, I, I know I've been talking for a little bit, but if you're Newcastle, with all due respect to Newcastle, I'm going to want to go play in Madrid, in Milan, in you know Paris. I'm not going to want to play in Newcastle. I'm not going to want to see my family in Newcastle, in, with all due respect to there. But you know, it, it's 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 a completely different kettle of fish. So the money's going to talk, like Saucy saying in the comments, money, money, money. And at the end of the day, if I have the ability to improve my family's position, I'm going to Newcastle, and I'm yeah. still I'm sticking it out. You know, it's it's it, it's it's going to be quite interesting what what they do. It's definitely so, one of the most exotic places in the world to live. But it does become a destination now because of all the money there. And I heard as well, I haven't had this in yet, but I heard they were going to invest or allegedly they're going to invest quite a lot of money into the academy. Um, yeah, well, what does that do for players? Do, do young players, you know, kids want to go to Newcastle and play there and be developed through the academy and they build some sort of, you know, prestigious system there? Who knows? Um, there's a, yeah, just sort of almost guesses at this stage, but yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I, I hear that. I hear money making. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you, you see what Chelsea do and, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it, I, I don't, I don't see them. They're a business at the end of the day. Yeah. They're not here to, to spend it- money to, to just piss it up against the wall. They, they, huh. They're going to want to, they're going to want to win Champions League, get the money in. They're going to want to sell shirts. They're going to yeah. want to like make money. Right. And it's like, it, as much as it, it's heartfelt that they're going to do certain things, I I think, yeah, I, I don't I don't see that sustaining. Hmm. Yeah, like if you think about it, the only way you compete these days is by spending money. Like after City and Chelsea and you know Madrid and you know Barca to a certain, to a certain extent now, not so much anymore. Like after after that, you can't um, your yeah, other teams can't compete unless they do the exact same thing and spend money. Um, and it's sort of getting to that stage in football where if you don't have that massive funding, like you've you no chance of winning the league and you're even less of a chance of winning the Champions League. Yeah, so I, I just found something on The Athletic, which is, a uh, I would say, a very good source of information. Yep. So Saudi Arabia's involvement raises important questions about geopolitics, sport washing and human rights. But a recent poll uh, conducted by the Newcastle United supporters trust found that almost 94 percent of its members were in favor of the takeover um so i I think they would rather have a guy from saudi arabia take it over than let it completely die or whatever the case may be um they're they're probably gonna go down this season well (laughs) we don't know (laughs) well you know they've still got till january to to sort of not not screw it up too much um, and then but... uh, another guy said, double standards. You can't think uh, the crushing of the Super League was a good thing and then also think Newcastle now having Saudi ownership is a good thing. So mm-hmm. it's uh, controversial. Um, again, I, I think it also it, it just all depends what they're going to do with the money. If they just uh, came in, they're going to um, let the club live and they're going to invest a lot of money in the youth system. Sure, why not? If they're going to come in and they're going to buy Haaland, Mbappé, Messi, Ronaldo, every star under the sun, obviously that's that's going to be, that's going to cause riots. I don't know. Um, but it all depends what they're going to do with the money, I guess. Yeah, it'd definitely be interesting to see what happens. Cool. Some more exciting times for the Premier League, I guess. Newcastle City Champions League final. Is that what you're uh, saying? I'd... Next season? 
defense. I just think about those goal movies. You know, you remember Goal? Yeah, the, yeah, the movie yeah, yeah. With Nunez and, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. that was... <laughs> I've seen so many memes of Harlan signing with his jersey. Oh. Like, I, watched, I watched Munez growing up and now I can't wait to follow in his footsteps and shit like that. <laughs> How good is the internet sometimes? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cool. Another um, really big uh, news coming out was the shortlist or the nominees for Ballon d'Or. Um, I'll try to skip over a lot of these defenders because, look, that they're, they're not going to be relevant. Um, but we've got – well, let, let's be honest. I mean, Fabio Cannavaro, the, the GOAT, got it, and uh, I don't think we're going to see another one for a while. Um, we've got Barella, Benzema, De Bruyne, Diaz is in there, um, Donnarumma is in there, Fernandez, Foden, Haaland, Jorginho, Kane. I don't know how Kane got in there. Um, Kante, Lewandowski, Lukaku, Mares, Martinez, uh, Mbappe, Messi, Modric, Moreno, Mount, Mount, um, Neymar, Pedri. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, they I really know. put Kiar in there because of his thing at the uh, at the Euros. Simon yeah, Kiar is there. It's an honourable mention. Um, yeah, I think so. And uh, Sterling and Suarez. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this list? And 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 give me give me your your tip. First, Vincent, I'm just looking something up. I I don't know, man. It's uh, I mean, obviously, everyone you expect to be in there is in there. Yeah, Mbappe is in there. Messi, um, Tabrana. Where is is Ronaldo in there as well? He is, oh. yeah. Of course he is. He wouldn't be a Ballon d'Or. Ah, oh, there we go. Game. Yeah. <laughs> Ronaldo, Salah, Neymar, Suarez. I mean, all the big names are in there. So it's not like it's a surprise. Um, obviously, I always have a bigger list uh, of guys. <laughs> like, I mean, Kiar, with all the respect of what he did at the Euros, but it's not going to win you uh, a Ballon d'Or. Um, Who was that? Sorry? Who did you say? Uh, Simon Kiar. Okay. Kier, Kier. Yeah. Same with Lauturo Martinez. It's like he has a great season, but it's not going to win you anything. Moreno as well. Uh, I think from this list, you can already scrape off like five to ten yeah. names who are definitely not going to win it. Like Sterling is not going to win it. Mares is not going to win it. Kante is not going to win it. Kiar is not going to win it. Martinez is not going to win it. Uh, Mason Mount is not going to win it. I, uh, yeah, Pedri is not going to win it. Um, I think Jorginho maybe deserves it, but he's not going to win it. Um, even Suarez is not going to win it. So uh, from this list, you can already scrape off 10 names instantly. Modric is not going to win it again. Oh, I reckon we can knock it down um, to like five. I reckon there's like five yeah, candidates to actually win it. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's... Moreno, did you say Moreno? Yeah, from that point, it's anyone's game. Like mm. I think um, Holland maybe deserves it. But then again, there's only like the goal scorer is going to win it. So, you know, Fernandez is not going to win it. Phone is not going to win it. Chiellini not. Barella not. Azbilicueta not. Did you, did, you say Howland, did you say Howland should deserve, deserves it? Uh, does it? Does it deserve it? Maybe. I mean, have you seen have you seen one more exciting young guy that does what he does on this list? Yeah, but this, this isn't... This isn't um... Exciting young player list. This is a Ballon d'Or. Sure, sure. But who's going to win it then, according to you? 
I put Lewandowski way in front of. Uh, well, he did. He did receive the the reward for last season, right? Just recently. What was yeah. it? Men's, men's player of the year. I, I I would I would put Lewandowski, and then I would put Messi, Lewandowski, and then daylight, and then and then potentially, um, and then like you said, Jorginho, just purely based on on you know what he achieved. Um, yeah, sure. But I. I yeah, if it, if, I mean, if it was a young guy, then obviously it would be Haaland. But I don't think it's going to be course. Haaland. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think... It, uh, I think Lewandowski should be the one. Um, yeah. It broke my heart. Like it, it, I don't want to see another uh, Owen shenanigans thing where he, <laughs> where he got it over uh, Oliver Kahn back in the day. I think it was 2002 where he basically won every single thing that he could have won and Owen just got it, still got it. So I don't want to see any of that shenanigans. So I want to see Lewandowski win that thing. Um, if it was a young guy, I would say Haaland, uh, even though I would have to root for Mount as well because he's a Chelsea guy. Um, but I don't, yeah, it's going to be, I hope it's going to be Lewandowski. Luki, what are your thoughts? I reckon Lewandowski is going to win it. Um, I think Jorginho shouldn't be slept on just because of how much he achieves last season. Um, he won everything. You know, Euro Champions League. Was he your way for Player of the Year as well? Uh, yeah, I believe something so. Like yeah, yeah, I think he was. Um, something like yeah, his season was great in terms of in terms of what he won. Um, go up a little bit. A defender pick here. Ruben Dales was great last season for City. Um, you know, is he Ballon d'Or winning caliber? Yeah. You know, probably not winning, but it. You'd be close if, if we're basing it just on the season. Maybe not what happened at the Euros. Ruben Diaz was great. Um, you know, Chiellini won something as well. So did Barella. Barella had quite a good season from from what you saw, Dan. So you probably watched more Barella last season than I did. Yeah, it's probably good for a mention, but I mean, he's, he's not yeah, coming he's anywhere not to close win it, to winning. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benzema. If this was based on right now, I reckon Benzema is close to winning it. <laughs> based on True. right he's, now, he's on fire. Yeah, um, but yeah, Lewandowski for me. Is this based on uh, victories, though? Or is it based on quarter public was, opinion? That was, the old, that was the thing that was going to my mind right now. Are, are, we, are, we, are we basing this on winning stuff, or are we basing this off, on of like goals, like personal performance? Like, who, who, how do we tackle this? Because otherwise, there's no question, and it should be Jorginho. Jorginho, yeah. Champions League, Euros, um, Player of the Year, what was it? So then there's no question. But if it's not about winning stuff then I think Lewandowski like he broke all time record in the Bundesliga right yeah, uh, last season yeah I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it out there right if it's stats Lewandowski if it's victories it's obviously Jorginho but if it's a combination of both it's got to be Messi like he's won the, the Cup America yeah he had great yeah. performances uh, like he didn't have Lewandowski performances. Yeah, he didn't win as much as um, as obviously Jorginho. But is it a combination? I would I would say Messi. That is a good shout. Uh, I don't know. I can't disagree. I can't disagree <laughs> with that. I don't know. Even though yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone knows my stance on Messi, but he, he's like he can't disagree with that. <laughs> if you're going the me- the median of those two, or the middle of those two, um, it is basically Messi's season. Yeah, well, blow my mind there a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, mate. 
So yeah. is that is that, the, is that is that the top three then, or is that depending on what they base it off? That's probably probably my top three. Um, what would be yours? That's the logical way to look at it. Um, mm. If you want to look at it non, yeah, if you want to look at it non logically, then Harlem wins it. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably card say, values. Yeah, exactly. If you're a card, if you're a um, a card investor, you say Harlem wins is hands down. Um, I'm gonna say yeah. I'll go Lewandowski, Jorginho, Messi. But I, I do see your point um, in in Messi doing a bit of both. But yeah, it would be interesting to see who wins this, really. What do you reckon, Vincent? I'm, I'm trying to find the previous top threes for past um, Ballon d'Ors to see if it actually <laughs> makes sense. Um, <laughs> or how they uh, maneuvered it. Um, I could have cracked the code here just quietly. We could we could see Kante uh, up there. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's again a step too far. No, too far. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love Kante? Let's be honest. All right, so you wouldn't be sad if you won it, but would you agree with it? Definitely. All right, all right. So, so Martinez uh, scored twenty-two goals, six assists, won the Copa America and Serie A, which is good. We have Foden, thirteen goals, ten assists, won the Premier League and the Carabao Cup. I don't think that's no, good enough. Then you have Mohamed Salah, <laughs> twenty-six goals and five assists. That's it. Didn't win anything last season. Neymar, fourteen goals, fourteen assists, won the Coupe de France and the Trophy des Champions. So it's know. like that's not good enough. Harry Martinez Kane is actually you right, Martinez uh, yeah, up until Syria and Copa America and those twenty two goals. Yeah, that's up until bad. this point it's it's it should be Martinez. Uh Harry Kane, <laughs> thirty two goals, five assists. That's it. Mason Mount, nine goals, <laughs> seven assists, won the Champions League and the UFS Super Cup. Barella, six goals, thirteen assists, won the Euros and the Serie A. Then Ruben Diaz, one goal, two assists, 25 clean sheets, won the Premier League and the Carabao Cup. But that's a defender. Are we really going for defenders? I don't think so. I don't think uh, he's winning it, but I think he's, if it was the defender's trophy, I think he's definitely winning it. Chiellini, two assists, nine clean sheets, won the Euro 20, uh, 2020, Coppa Italia and Supercoppa. So he won more than Diaz, right? Hmm. Uh, Donnarumma, yeah, he's not going to win it. Kevin De Bruyne, 12, goal, 12 goals, 14 assists, won the Premier League in Carabao Cup. Cristiano Ronaldo, 35 goals, 4 assists, won the Coppa Italia and the Supercoppa. Erling Haaland, 41 goals, 13 assists, and won the Day of Bay Bocal, which is obviously a great achievement. Uh, Romelu Lukaku, 30 goals, 8 assists, won the Serie A, so that's not going to be enough. Kylian Mbappé, 35 goals, 14 assists, Nations League winner, Coupe de France and Trophée des Champions. Benzema, 34 goals, 13 assists and won the Nations League. Kante, 1 goal, 1 assist, won the Champions League and the Supercup. Jorginho, 5 goals, 2 assists, Euro 2020 Champions League and Supercup. And also um, Nations League. Oh no, not Nations League, sorry. Uh, Lewandowski, 50 goals, 8 assists, Bundesliga, Club World Cup and DFL Supercup. 
Lionel That's Messi, wild. 38 goals, 14 assists, won the Copa America and um, Copa del Rey. Mm. I think, yeah, that that's that stays my top three. Uh, I think, um, but look, I, I do have the list um, of top threes in the past, and you, you tell me your oh, thoughts, okay. all right? So, uh, twenty twenty was cancelled because of uh, COVID. Uh, twenty nineteen was Messi, Van Dijk, Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. That was the year that won the Prem, wasn't it? Liverpool. Yeah, that was a breakout yes. year of uh, Van yeah. Dijk. Yes, 2019 wasn't a great year for Ronaldo. Juventus was okay, but you know probably doesn't Get deserve it. to be there. Um, 2018 was Modric, Ronaldo, Griezmann. Mm. Okay. No so, Messi. No Messi there. there. Then it was Mbappe, then Messi. Um, 2017 was Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar. Okay. And Gian, Gianluigi Buffon then after. Then it was uh, Ronaldo, Messi, Griezmann. Griezmann's been up there. What's going yeah. on? Like he's he's he's, he he's up there, race, didn't he? I didn't I didn't expect to, to see his name pop up a few times. Oh, bro, he um, was he was lights out for Atletico, and he yeah. was doing pretty well. I think he was, he had like um, golden boy thing in the World Cup or Euros for France as well. So he, I don't know why people think he's not good because he is. And then from there, it's just dominated by Messi and Ronaldo. Like, you yeah, know, I, I'm not going to even bother going through. Got, uh, Messi, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Messi. Then 2013, Ronaldo, Messi. 12, <laughs> Messi, Ronaldo. 11, Messi, Ronaldo. You, like, this is incredible. Um, yeah. 2010, Messi, Iniesta. Okay, so Ronaldo fell down the pitch. Uh, I just can't believe this. Messi, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Messi, Kaká. Ronaldo. Ah, there anyway. you go. <laughs> okay. It's a pretty um, unbelievable era we've lived through the last like ten years of their dominance. It really yeah, is. It, it really is. is. So who's gonna win it? Lewandowski. I think uh, we I all agree. Lewandowski, yeah. Jorginho, Messi. Yeah, I think that's a good list. Cool. But so? what Martin I don't mind Martinez as well in there. Yeah, now that I s what was it? Think about it, he had quite quite a few goals. They won the league. Twenty-two which probably isn't as prestigious as winning a Euro. Yeah, um, I'm sure some people would say winning the um, winning the Serie A might not be as prestigious as winning the Premier League or something like that. Some people would say I'm not. I'm, I didn't say I agree. I'm just saying some people would say. <laughs> no, no, come on, you, you, that's that's undebatable. It's definitely the Serie A. Winning any league is an achievement. <laughs> I was say winning, winning any league is an achievement. Maybe league one, maybe not so much, but. Winning the other four, well, maybe not even the league these days. To be honest, look, hey, look. If you're sleeping on Martinez right now, um, go check yeah. out his go check out his stickers and his cards because you really should not be sleeping on him um, because he has just been on a trajectory which is only up um, and performing on a daily daily basis for for Inter had a cracker season with Lukaku next to him and he's continuing those performances with, with Jekyll as well. Um, he's a brilliant, brilliant player. The one issue that he had was um, that he was trying to boot the net off the, the actual goals with every single shot that he took and that obviously <laughs> yeah. you, you sacrifice accuracy with that. Um, he could have scored, I'm telling you, about six goals more than what he scored last season. Oh. If he just placed it as opposed to just belting it, he's, he just always gets himself in the position. And I'm telling you now, you're 
paying card prices for Pepe when you've got Martinez there who is just like, you know, telling me like a Newcastle could come and just throw crazy money at, at Inter and take him and he just becomes an unbelievable player and people are going to be scrambling. Like that that's literally yeah. what's going to happen. But anyway, all good. I heard he's going to sign the Inter to think they're in a good position to sign him long term. Inter have done fantastic business. They have sold off players that they've needed to to fix up their finances and they have brought in players who are fantastic and they haven't really missed yeah. a beat. Um, it's been downgrades. Obviously, Jekyll's not Lukaku and um, Dumfries is not Hakimi. But still, they, they've still their call and, and they've, yeah. they're, they're doing a brilliant, brilliant job. So, yeah. um, I, I wouldn't Dumfries say... Dumfries was really good during the Euros for the, United, uh, for the Netherlands too. Like, he, he, was, he impressed me. It was very good. Yeah. We're going to get into some uh, quick-fire questions. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I forgot about those. And then this, this one is directed at uh, Vincent because that was really? a question from one of his... Uh, Oh, yeah. One of his um, fans. He's <laughs> called that. Fans. Followers. Fans. Followers. followers <laughs> fans. Um, so this is from the uh, Cardale family. Uh, we'll call him Cardale family. <laughs> family. The fam. The fam. Um, kickoff cards is asking what happens to soccer card market if the US men's national team fail to make the next World Cup. I think that's a very good question. I actually have no idea. I think all that money is going to pour in other players. I just. I guess I I don't know. I really don't know if if they don't make it, are Americans gonna lose more interest in the hobby, or especially in the soccer card market? I have no idea because the mar- the market isn't logical, and I'm a logical guy, so I have no idea. That's what I was gonna say in answering this question: Are we answering it logically, or are we answering what we think should happen? Because it's like in in a logical yeah. world, it shouldn't change anything. Because should you be paying four hundred dollars for Pepe rookies? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> but no. you know, people want to do that. So I'm either as, as well. Like I'm not not too sure, really, to be honest. I hope not. I hope Americans. I hope they start looking elsewhere in the world. Like they stick with soccer, but they look elsewhere in the world and stop maybe um, pushing their um, maybe playing too much into their patriotic patriotic patrioticness is that a word probably not well let's, patriotism let's, let's say yeah patriotism that's, that's probably it yeah. let, let's let's <laughs> make it like a word that. let's let's make it a word <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you reckon dan um it depends why why they're buying the like for example why they're buying peppy are they buying peppy because they think he's going to shine at the World Cup or are they buying him because they think he's going to transfer to a big team and and do well in, in Champions League. I, I don't I don't really think it's going to affect things all that much in all honesty. Um, it's probably going to be a blimp, but uh, they still host the 2026. Is that, is that yeah. right? Yeah, they're, they're still hosting that. So there, there's still going to be a lot of um, hype around it long term. So it might be a small blimp, but I don't think it's going to be anything significant, in all honesty. Mm. Um, yeah. And, yeah, they're a little bit delusional if they think they're going to go real deep in into the, the World Cup anyway. So, you know, it, it shouldn't really matter. But in saying that, I don't, I don't think they really have any chance whatsoever of not making this World Cup unless it's an absolute catastrophe. I think, I think it's an interesting thing what you said. Are you buying it because they really believe that Pepe is going to bring them to new heights or is it just because they are supportive of the united states national team they're 
uh, want to see highlights, and he's the one that is going to be able to to produce it. But so how can you, how can you know that so far from what he's shown in the MLS and you know a few national team games against what Jamaica? You can't. Like, can you, how, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, how can you be betting on him, him take him to the next level when he hasn't even <laughs> played anyone of of huge stature? That's what I said. Like the, in the last six months, there was Matthew Hoppy, you had De La Fuente, what was the next big thing? And then you Pulisic, yeah. uh, Rena. I mean, they don't know. That's why they're buying every yeah. single one of them, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Every time there's a new one that breaks through or scores a goal in, I mean, in Europe, then, then this, this the price goes up. This one makes the least sense to me. Like the other ones made some sort of sense. You know, Pulisic, Chelsea, big team, Reina, Dortmund, you know, a. Uh, 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 a known feeder to bigger clubs. Those ones make sort of sense. This one, I don't see it making any sense. Well, I, I'm is... finding it hard. If someone wants to enlighten me on how it makes sense, I'd be... But maybe maybe he's doing better in the MLS at a younger age than they did, potentially. I don't know. He's sitting at 13 goals and two assists in 27 games. In the MLS? In the MLS. But, I mean, look, that's fantastic stats, but it's in the MLS at the end of the day. Like we just established, it's a, a, a league under the second division leagues of the, the top European countries, okay. top European leagues in the world. Yeah. So um, for, for the, in the MLS, uh, he scored 15 goals and gave three assists in 51 games. That's his, that's his career st- Stat for the MLS for FC Dallas. I think, I think we should move on before we start getting angry. <laughs> no, I, put, I mean, like, what? What? We always come back to this. So I don't know why. Yeah, but but if, if I told if I told you a stat, if you right? Just try to play his game. We're just absolutely <laughs> slandering him every week. And it's always Vincent's fault. Um, so yeah, bl- blame me. It's okay. <laughs> I can take it. <laughs> blame the Belgian. Um, so, like, if I told you those exact stats that Vincent just gave. For a random player in Serie B, right? <laughs> Would you give a shit? Would you really give a shit? They're not even going to have a card or a sticker if you think about it. <laughs> yes, you would. Come on. There's, there's, sticker, there's stickers for Serie B. Maybe it's a sticker. Unlicensed, um, maybe. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, but it's but a I sticker. Mean, no, no one cares about stickers anyway. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but no, you're right. Story. You're right. Yeah. You're uh, right. I get what you mean. You know what I mean? But, but it, it's supposed to hold more weight. I'd love to have someone in the comments that just disagrees with us completely and they can just come at us and because we, we agree too much on this show, don't we? <laughs> I'd love to just have someone in the comments just absolutely ripping us saying, Pepe's going to be the next big thing. Stop slandering him. That'd be great. But I like taking the negative, um, but I really can't on this on this topic. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see someone tr- debate us on this. I'd like to see it. But it's not debatable because it's it's an irrational. It's <laughs> no, but irrational. But uh, it's irrational. there is someone that has to debate it. There's someone that has to justify what's going on here. Like there has to be some sort of. Yeah, but they're probably too no? scared, man. They're probably too scared because they got they got three people with the microphones about to skill them. That's what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> they can cool. come, anyway. hey, if they want, they can come on. We can set them the Zoom, the the Streamyard meeting. Come on. True. True. Come on. True. True. Yeah, <laughs> nah, you, you, you're coming into the sharks. Uh, Tank. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that right. right now. I'd respect it. I definitely respect it. I would respect it. All right. So next maybe, question. Maybe it's, maybe it's also bet on the MLS that they're producing talents now. Could be because because he has yeah. like FC Dallas is an MLS card, right? So if you want to buy his cards, it's going to be MLS product. I don't know. 
it's interesting. According to some uh, content creators, the MLS tops what is the top scrum MLS is the next good thing to buy, and he has a lot of uh, young coming upcoming guys. So maybe that's a play. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's an not interesting for- one. Yeah. Yeah, not for me, no. But I, I, that makes some sort of sense. Much more sense Ooh, than what I've heard so far. <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just trying. I don't know. (laughs) So Cherry collectibles. you can get a hobby box of MLS. I saw it recently, so it shouldn't be too hard to find. Um, You can get a hobby box, hobby box for 99 Australian dollars, right? So that's a great price if you've got the opportunity to get a Pepe Auto, a... uh, what was that? 99? A 99 Australian dollars. Australian dollars. 61% euro. discount um, on, on the previous hefty. price of 170. Um, hefty so discount. hefty discount. That's so so that box, you can get Caden Clark autos, you can get um, Pepe autos, and we've seen that they can go for a lot, lot of money. Um, is that does a that sneaky mean, play? MLS hobby play? box. Does that mean the box is undervalued then? <laughs> if his rookies are some 400 bucks Fuck it, mate. it's 99 dollars mate like you rip it for sure you give it a crack yeah, for sure you get your money back surely even if you get a, a i want to see what a what a base card of is just to see what what your floor is um to at least get your money back it's just killing yeah. you, it's killing it it's killing have, have you have you seen that picture from adam from heroes for sale like if if no one wants to buy a crap just call it undervalued and people will buy it Oh, you know, I did see that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna boy. buy it. I'm gonna buy it and rip it on stream. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh boy, it's a hobby box for ninety nine dollars, man. Australian dollars. That's that's unheard of. Unheard of. Um, yeah, unheard of. Maybe maybe there's a reason for it. But okay. Maybe maybe Pe- you pull a one of one Pe- uh, Pepe. Who knows? No, it's already come out. It's already come out. Oh, has it? Yeah. Oh really? That's why it's ninety nine dollars. What do you expect? One on one, one on one. Pepe Auto was that one um, that went for oh yeah, right. The figures that we talked yeah. about. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stupid me. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Um, anyway, Pepe's got so much airtime on this show, man. Yeah, like, maybe uh, anyway. Um, next up, we've got the next question, which is from uh, Champions of Sport. His question was: Thoughts on sticker autos? Do you think they'll bring back on card for future products? Well, if you look at what's happened with NBA and stuff like that, I'd say no. Or they're going to be very few and far between, I think. Um, stick auto, you know, with COVID and stuff like that too, in terms of getting the cards to people and getting them back um, to then put in products and get out. Uh, no, I'm, you know, on-card auto is definitely the best thing to have. But um, do I see it changing a whole lot? Probably no, to be honest. It's a- I, I'm not really a fan of autos in, in any way, shape, or form. So I really, I, yeah, I think it, it ruins the card. I don't know. Wow, fair enough. Or, or the sticker. If it's like, if it's like you went to the training ground and he signed it, I think that's better than just having a company shipped it out. He, he signed fifty thousand of them and shipped them back. It's like it doesn't give me any value or doesn't yeah, add any, doesn't add anything to the card for me. That that's why I think. It, for me, it ruins it because you know it's just like sitting there, like being bored and signed. You just signed fifty thousand of them, um, so 
I know it's 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 nice for me, but yeah, 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 it's it's not obviously it's nice. Yeah, but for me personally, I I don't really care about on card autos or sticker autos and fair call. But that's just me. I don't know. The on card autos for me are pretty big if you get the right player. Um, only because. I've seen a dime a dozen of, of uh, Del Piero autos, but that one that I showed you guys before, um, yeah. which I'll get for you, might as well for the YouTube viewers. Um, this one here, because I'm such a, a massive, massive Del Piero fan. He, he's the reason why I got into to watch um, Cedar and Juventus and everything. Well, um, that's huge, obviously. It, for me, it is, and, and it's a PC, but also... I've seen a lot of his sticker autos that, that I did have the opportunity to buy, but I passed on all of them. And it's having this, which I know that he actually held this card and actually signed it. For me, yeah. it, for whatever reason, the feeling that I got by holding that card was significant, significant for me. And to be honest, uh, I think maybe maybe more significant than, than his rookie. I don't know why. It's, it's a weird mental thing for me because – he had this. I don't know. He touched it. I don't know. It's 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 strange. It's so juvenile. It does make some sort of sense, though. Yeah, yeah. It makes yeah. more something. It, it makes more sense than most stuff we've talked about on this show. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But <laughs> in terms of whether they're going to continue down this road, I don't think so. I think stick orders the way it's going to be. It's just so much more efficient for the for the companies. Yeah. It just it just makes so much sense, and with COVID and the like, it just makes it more difficult. So I think they're going to continue down that road. But I really think that that means that if you can get yourself a on card auto of of these players, I think it get it if you can. Yeah. Um, yeah that'd be fine. good. It's also hard, especially if I would buy one or something in that in that trend. I would buy like more vintage stuff like a Beckenbauer auto or whatever and it's and it's hard to verify it or know it's actually from him that he th- did it back then if he didn't send it to BGS or some kind of company that can authenticate it so that's why maybe I'm a bit like reserved maybe it's like if I buy it I'm not even sure if it's real yeah, um, yeah. So maybe I understand that for vintage I definitely understand it for vintage yeah, yeah fair enough because there isn't sure. any player I would really what an autograph of now maybe maybe Messi or Ronaldo but mm. besides that there's no not many not any player that really excites me to get Pavel an auto yeah, sure. yeah sure like he, he I mean he was one of my favorites Raul Gonzalez too like that would be awesome uh, David Beckham but that's gonna be basically a, I'm not gonna bring a, a get Incha back or a, well he's not gonna do that so I don't know mm. Uh, this one's for you, Luke, from VAR Sports Talk. Um, obviously, your commentary on this. He just found out that uh, PSA's out of PSA's 39 million graded cards, 0.9% is soccer. 0.9. It's very low. Yeah, we've talked about it. Uh, I remember when the soccer boom happened, everyone sort of talked about how low the pop was compared to, you know, basketball. And we saw a lot of graphs and a lot of um, bar, gra- yeah, a lot of bar graphs on this is how much soccer's graded and this is how much the NBA graded and this is how much just jar base prism. And yeah, it was always something that um, 
always something that sort of surprised me how little there was. I think as they get through that, um, the backlog there, I think a lot more of it's going to start coming out. Will it be a huge increase? And will, we, will it be anything compared to basketball, NFL? No, no, it won't. Um, but I still think that there is quite a bit to go through. And that's why I think, you know, if you, if you think about it, could um, graded soccer possibly be um, a bit undervalued, especially when, you know, PSA 9s and your base car, uh, PSA 9 and your RAWs are very close in price. Um, especially like, you know, now you can pick up Sandra Optics PSA 9s for 30 bucks, 30 US. I, I'm not sure what the RAW is at the moment, but I'm assuming it wouldn't be far off that. Um, is something like that. You know, we've talked about it a few a few times on on um, crunch time about it, and in terms of could the PSA nine market um, be a bit too close to what Roar is? Um, that's sort of my thoughts on it. But yeah, recently I have been buying a bit more graded soccer if I can find it, but it, it is again hard to find. You know, with 0.9 percent of of the total PSA pop. Um, but yeah, it's definitely interesting interesting start. What do you guys reckon? Um, I think that, I think it's a symptom of, of a few things. I think soccer just started obviously coming to the forefront and it kind of lined up really nicely with PSA having that backlog and prices increasing and things like that. So, um, it it could be a symptom of those things and, you know, there's, basketball's been around for a long, long time. That's true. Baseball, um... You know, we're, we're, you know, considering like, we're considering like what 25, 30 years of grading compared to like 18 months. So I guess exactly that is a big exactly that, that, yeah. that's my point. People uh, are all grading all the new cards where they're, you know, over there they're grading the legends and, and we're starting to get into all of that. Um, so look, I'm not surprised and I don't think it's, it's going to be, it's going to improve or it's going to increase, it's going to increase, but I don't think it's going to get anywhere like 30% oh, or anything like no that. Um, but in saying that, yeah, you, you made a massive point in terms of um, grading and, and the pricing. Like if you're telling me the Sancho PSA 9s are, are 30 bucks, um, <laughs> I'm taking that. You know, like I would definitely take that because the cost of grading is way more than that anyway. Like the, yeah, the, exactly. that makes complete sense. You, you send a card for grading, you've, there's no guarantees of a 10. Um, especially why at PSA not, right now. Especially at PSA right now. I feel like they're, they're being very harsh. Um, so I will take that any day of the week, any yeah. day of the week. Um, and it actually sounds like a really, really good price, and I'm going to have a look at it myself. Um, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, look, I, I think that, that that's uh, that's an opportunity. I, f- I feel like, you know, soccer is just, just growing um, as, a, as a car. I don't think it's going to go backwards, and, and I think that that's an opportunity there. But... Um, I, I think it's understandable why it's under one yeah. percent. Yeah. Thoughts, Vincent? Yeah, I mean, basically everything what you guys just said. Like we've we've been just grading them since last year. So, and also I think a lot of true collectors they don't grade. They they know what they have. They don't need a company to tell them. Sometimes wrongfully from what year their vintage cards is uh, are, or, or whatever. Um, because PSA, let's be honest, doing research is not their <laughs> cup of tea, I guess, for the older, <laughs> car, for the older collections. Um, so they just like, they would rather have it in a, in a, in a was it um, one, one loader, was it called? I don't know, the gloss, the plus, 
no, not touch. the other one. Yeah, one touch. The one, one touch, touch thing, or top loaders, touch, or yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, I feel like I'm saying it wrong. I or like bind. I don't. I, it's okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll take. I'll so. take it. Uh, or they would rather Sorry, have it in their. Correct me. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah in their on. in their binders than just send them to PSA. Like they don't care. Like imagine yeah. all these true hardcore collectors sending their entire collections for grading. I mean, pops are gonna explode too. So, I just it's a bit of both. It's just new, and people don't really true collectors don't really care about grading. So. PC, uh, what do you call it? Uh, PC slabs could be uh, a big, big up and coming thing. That, that's definitely what I'm doing with this. I'm not, I, I don't actually give a shit what the grade is. I actually don't want it graded. I want this to be in a slab. So um, I just yeah. want to protect it. So I, I'm going to get a slab from somewhere. Maybe um, oh, what's the guys that um, double coverage Vanity. boys that look at? Vanity. Oh, Vanity slabs. Yeah. I'm going to look at that. I'm going to look at, Maybe seeing if I can design my own, and because I I don't want to grade. I feel like if I send this in, I know it's not going to grade unbelievably well. Um, so it, I feel like having a seven is going to detract from how important this card is to me. So I think a a, a uh, just a PC slab is going to be really nice. Um, just to sounds good encapsulate it. Um, cool. Definitely. Plays in the soccer card market. What are you guys looking at at the moment before we wrap it up? I'm gonna I'm gonna share one. Um, it's not Go really a play. It's gonna it's gonna be something. You know, this is the risk of buying modern, like um like we've talked about in here. Mine's mine's actually one that's gone, gone backwards. I, I was gonna share it last <laughs> week, but I've I've um I thought thought I'll share it today. I remember I talked about James Madison before the season started. Um, it was links to him going to Arsenal and possibly you know getting um. I say, say maybe coming in and being the savior of Arsenal and you know doing something different for them there. Um, didn't happen. Stayed at Leicester. Has been a little bit out of form this season to the point where I believe got I don't know if he got dropped or there was some sort of injury concern. Um, but yeah, he's he's far from his heights that he was um, last season, the season before, and when he got his his first English cap and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's one for me that I, I took a bit of a punt on at the start of the season. Lucky that you know the cost of entry wasn't very high. Um, which is which is lucky, and that's definitely something you've got to look at with modern, and something I definitely look at. Um, and you know, looking at his his previous prices and what they got to. Um, but yeah, now I'm I'm sort of not stuck with it because I still sort of believe in him, and I, I think he can come back. Maybe he's checked out at Leicester with all these transfers. Who knows? Um, but yeah, just something I, I wanted to share because not everything makes money. Not everything goes up. Um, you can't lose. You can't lose at the end of the day. For sure, I don't. I don't think you should be investing in prospects like that with money that you 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 are not willing to lose. You know yeah. what I mean? Like unless you're buying the goats and 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 vintage and things like that, which is a lot a lot safer bet in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a gamble, man. It is a gamble. Play, players can get injured, like very very. They, they yeah, can get stuck with a, a manager that which who doesn't like them for whatever yeah. reason. That's, that's what I mean. When, when you're putting thousands of dollars in, you know, to like Harlan, Harlan rookies and, and stuff like that, you know, Harlan's probably Peppy. a bit safe in the world. Yeah, Peppy, exactly. Um, you know, when you're spending, there's a difference between spending, you know, 50 US dollars and spending 3,000 yeah. US dollars on, on a bet. Um, For sure. But yeah, it's it's one of the, the dangers of playing modern. Um, some people love it. Some people hate it. I don't love it. I thought it was going to go well, but, you know, we'll see. Maybe I could be wrong. His second half of last season was a lot better than his first. Um, so maybe you'll come out 
come out firing. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I'll keep his updated, everyone. Don't worry. <laughs> otherwise, take the L and move on. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Don't dwell on it. Just keep going. Go buy something else. Vincent, any plays? No, not really. No, uh, no Pepe for me. <laughs> no, not really. Um, it's it's been it's been quiet from my end. Um, buying or uh, I've I've been receiving still a lot of cards in my in my cards account, but uh, <laughs> they're not they're not mine. So not no place for me. Oh my god. <laughs> My plays, guys. It's been like a week, hasn't it? Two weeks. Oh, the Euro Mosaic's back. So Euro Mosaic is back. This is the uh, Asia exclusive choice. Um, six cards in there. The uh, card to get out of this box is the uh, the Peacock. So guarantee the Peacock in this out of the six cards. Um, you also have the chance at autos and, um, and some really, really cool Really, really cool cards. They're all um, have a, a parallel. Uh, I believe there's numbered cards in there as well. So I'm really excited to see these get ripped um, on our break page. Um, Give it a uh, Carnival Hobby yep. Breaks. How many got? How many got? We have four. So we, we bought six in total. Two have gone over to um, Double Coverage Boys, who are going to do a rip. Uh, a personal rip on the um, on the page. Yes, uh, DDC Peacock is guaranteed in each of them. Um, and if you because I want to watch. Yeah, definitely watch that. So they're going to be ripping it and, and doing a bit of a review on um, on these boxes. So they've got two. Um, yep. We've got we've got another four for the um, for the uh, the break page. So. Yeah, definitely have a look at what the prices of those peacocks are going for. If you get a Messi or Ronaldo, well, you can't get a, a Messi because he's not in Euro 2020, but if you get a Ronaldo, um, then uh, then it's significant. Mbappe, significant as well. Um, they go for big, big money. Um, and they're just brilliant-looking cards as well. Mm. Um, I, I love them. So um, not overly expensive. It is, it is a little bit pricey. Um, I don't know. 200 American odd is what you could probably get them for, plus shipping. Uh, for, on now. <laughs> yeah, definitely have a Carnival look, breaks, mate. Jump have in. A look. Yeah, jump in, mate. Yeah, Carnival Hobby Breaks on Facebook. Uh, get involved. Um, but, yeah, definitely check out the boys ripping it because that, that's going to be really, really cool. Um, I've already I've already sneakily saw one one of the cards because it did get opened by customs. Um so I was, I was able to see one of the cards in there and um, I'm not going to spoil it for the boys because it, it's a banger of a card um, that came oh. out of this. So uh, definitely, definitely check it out. Cool. Nice. So open the whole thing, like pack it and all. Yeah, man. They they ripped the seal. They they ripped the packer. It just yeah, pissed me Don't off have... badly. Oh, yeah, definitely. Don't they have like x-ray shit they can see through? You would have thought so. You see that it's just cardboard in there, for God's sake. I think it's the 21st century. Jesus Christ. Apparently that, not. That, that sucks. I'm not going to say that. Sucks. What if you're planning on reset? Like, what if you're planning on not opening that? They basically fucked the foil. Sorry, well, I mean, that that's the thing. Like, we, we bought six, and luckily the boys were doing it like a personal rip, so they yeah. took it. Um, yeah. but I mean, I oh. can't break that. I mean, nah, definitely not. people are going to not, <laughs> they're not going to buy into a break with a pack that's ripped. <laughs> Forget box. about it. Yeah. You know, 
Um, ha- happened to me as well. Do? Yeah. Did it really? Yeah, with the uh, BVB boxes, the um, tops um, special sets with uh, Dortmund, the one with the black backs. Uh, I was planning on buying them and then reselling them later, but the post office boys wanted to do their job so good that they just pushed it down my uh, mailbox. It was completely ripped. It was Fire. cracked. It was. It was, was just it stick, was it sticking. In? Yeah, it was the the box got like ripped and it was it was it stuck out of my mailbox and I, there was no <laughs> way I could resell any of these. It was just complete carnage. <laughs> Hearing these stories, that's worrying because I sent my first box of um my first ever box overseas during the week, and uh, I'm very worried about it now. Let's be honest. <laughs> good, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. I hope Did you insure it? Uh yeah. Not oh, to the okay. full, not to the full amount though, because I was told not to. <laughs> Sorry. That was that was that's on the seller, all right? Uh, that's on the buyer, all right? That's not on me. Yeah. <laughs> I just did what I was told. Um, so apparently they do that to Pokemon sometimes. Okay. I, I would imagine. I imagine because uh, Pokemon's a beast. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And on that note. On that note, uh, episode 10 of Cycle Card Collective in the books. You can find us on Instagram, uh, Azuro underscore cards, card hour to check out Vince and stuff. Um, also his YouTube channel and uh mast underscore sports on instagram as well to check out lukey stuff have a great week from the boys at soccer card collective peace out thank you for tuning in to another episode of soccer card collective on the double coverage media network if you haven't already subscribe to our youtube channel and hit that bell icon to know when we go live also feel free to leave a review on the apple podcasting app Thanks for tuning in. Till next time. Peace.